So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts are here with Billy Cobb. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you to start making music? What inspired me to start making music? Okay, so um, this is actually really cheesy, but so I used to be like a huge Eminem fan in middle school. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I mean, like, I, you know, I still like his old stuff every now and then, but like I was like a huge fan. So like I was just, so he got me into music and then. And then obviously I transitioned more into like rock music and stuff um, in later on. But I mean, I always liked music. I, I was like, I used to sing and stuff in elementary school just for fun. And like, I was always interested in like Green Day was always my favorite band, like from elementary school. And I, and like, I still like them. So like, they're a big part of it, but like, I don't know, I guess I was always just a musical person. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, that is, that's wholesome. Yeah. yeah. So what is your writing process like? I don't really have a specific writing process. I, I get asked this a little, quite a bit, and I never really know how to answer it because it really just depends. Uh, like, is if I'm, sometimes it'll literally just be, I have a really cool song name and then I try to make a song that sounds like the song name. Sometimes I have a melody in my head that I want to make into a song. Sometimes I come up with some really cool chords or something on the piano or the guitar, which I will let, turn that into a song. And sometimes I just have an idea of what I want a song to be, and then I try to make it into a song. As far as like actual construction of a song goes, um, I usually just start with with I usually write things on piano, uh, sometimes on guitar, but most of the time I, I figure things out on piano. I just like I just have the chords in my head and. I just figure them out. <laughs> that's, that's I really don't have much of a process. It's, it just kind of happens. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, so when you are making music, what artists are your biggest inspirations? It really just depends on what mood I'm feeling. Like, like if you if you've listened to a lot of my records, like it's kind of, I mean, like it has kind of a consistent sound, but it's also occasionally all over the place. Like I've made, I've made folk records. I've made pop records. I've made punk records. Like it's really just depends on who I'm listening to at the time or what sound I'm going for. Uh, obviously Weezer is a big one. Um, that literally two albums named after them that are literally mocking them. So that's obvious. That's an obvious one. Um, I get, I'm really inspired by bands like bright eyes and the microphones a lot. Mm -hmm. um they're like i just love i i i kind of identify with that like folk that lo-fi raw folk sound i guess so like those two bands come to mind all right sick so you mentioned uh your two albums that are mocking weezer zerwee 2 recently came out how do you feel about the reception to it um actually it was better than i thought uh it would be because it's like i said in the description on the video that i uploaded it's it's not quite as upbeat as the first one and i thought a lot of people would kind of get turned off by that because you know the first one a lot of people liked it even the people even peop people that don't necessarily listen to weezer love that record because because mm -hmm. it's just like a fun it's a fun album and i and while it ha while zori 2 has its fun moments I, it doesn't have that same energy, energy, at least not in like a more upbeat sense. So I was kind of worried how people would receive that because most people were probably expecting like a, you know, more more like Zuri One kind of record where everything's all fun and stuff. And 
and and I mean there are yeah like I said it has its fun moments and but I, I was kind of going for more of like an epic more arranged thing and uh, and and people mostly liked it I, I think the only people that don't like it mostly are the same people that don't like the first one and like and honestly I, I don't really care if you don't like it that's fine but it does bother me when people complain that it's ripping off Weezer because that's literally the point of it yeah that's literally. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. That is the whole point. <laughs> That's like, how literally. Often do you get that? Now, do you point um, it at them like it's literally Weezer? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I at first I did it like all the time, like every time I got that. And it's not like I guess it's not like constant, but that's like one of the biggest things people that have a that don't like it. Like that's one of the biggest things they say is that like it's it's not good because it's just ripping off Weezer. Like I understand it's ripping off Weezer. I have other records that aren't ripping off Weezer that aren't named aren't named after Weezer. Like it, like I think if it was named something else, then that like the name really has a lot to do with it. Like if it was named something else, it would kind of be like my own record that's ripping off Weezer. But because it's called Zerwe, it's like obviously it's it's a Weezer impersonation. So. Yeah. So that's yeah. So now now I get I get it like like I said I don't get it too often, but I get it often enough to where I just don't really care anymore. Okay. And you know. All right. Um. So you've only done a few collabs according to your Spotify page. Is there a reason for that, or is it just? Um. I mean, some of those are just like super early, like like sometimes like someone would just like hit me up and just be like, hey, can I have a hook? Or whatever and i'll be like fine because i'm just like a nice guy and i don't like saying no to people mm-hmm. and and like so i just i just like literally spend 30 minutes on a hook and then just like send it to them and they're like thanks great yeah. and like i don't i don't know it, i just i don't get approached a whole well i've get i've been getting approached more but it's more like i really now i i kind of only want to collab with people that i actually listen to like or like i will I'll listen to them when they approach me, and, like, if I like their music, then I'll do it a collab with them. Like, I have, like, two or three more collabs, like, that are in the works or were already made but just haven't been released yet from people that, like, I listen to and were like, hey, this is pretty legit. Like, I like this, so I'll collab with them. But, like, yeah, the ones that are on Spotify, I'm not really sure what they are. Actually, the one the one with um, with uh, Virtual Bird, a.k.a. Jen Re- Jane Reynolds, um, that one was we did the thing together like we spent a lot we 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 got together on discord and we spent some time on that one so that one like was that i like really like that one but the other the other ones i just whatever mm-hmm. all right that's fair so you've been doing this uh at least from spotify you've been doing this since late 2016 and since then you've put out 22 like a collection of 22 eps and albums like wow. put together and that's nine hours, almost nine hours of music. Wow! How- Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, dude, how do you? So, how do you continuously like put out new EPs and albums and just songs without getting like hitting a writer's block or? Getting uh, it's really, I mean, like I, I'm just driven to write songs, and every time, like I'm always constantly listening to new music and and because whenever i find a new band that i really like and or a new song or whatever then i'm really inspired by that sound i'll try to capture that energy uh and like i just i don't know it's just constant inspiration to to do things and the fact that i'm independent and i don't have to like go through the whole 
record release uh, thing where like, you know, you have to schedule a release and you have to do all this promotion and stuff. Like I don't have to do that because I'm independent. So I can really just release as much, record and release things as much as I want. And I record everything in my bedroom. So it's, you know, it's not, it's not difficult. All right. All right. So it's just the freedom and just that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, even when I'm not inspired though, that this is, this is kind of, this is what kind of sucks is that like, I, even when I'm not inspired, I, I feel the need to get inspired. Like I want to make more music and it, and like, that's when I get, that's when I kind of get writer's block, but like, I want to be making new things. I, I guess I always have a drive to make new things regardless, but most of the time I'm in, my work is pretty inspired. All right. Oh, all right. That's cool. Uh, are you able to tell us a little bit about your headspace when you're writing music? Um, it also just depends on what sound I'm going for, what, or what, where I'm at emotionally, or in life. Um, I know, like for example, "Strokes of Incarceration" is just like the embodiment of college torture. Uh. Like I, I was just, I was just hating college so much, and I, and I, and I put that all, all that frustration into that album, and I think it came out really well, especially on the song. I think the lyrics on the first song, or the first actual song besides the intro song, um, uh, uh I forget the name of it. I don't remember my own songs. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so yeah, the first actual track on Strokes of Incarceration that I can't remember the name of right now. I think the lyrics on that one like perfectly describe. How I felt at the time going to college. I switched majors since then, so it's gotten better. But, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty rough. But like, that's an example of just like where I'm at and what inspires me. Okay. Or it's just sometimes I just it's just things that I'm interested in. Like I just made a song about Winona Ryder, and I, I love Winona Ryder, so I made a song about her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> okay. Uh, so, is there a certain feeling or emotion that you want your listeners to have while listening to your music? Um, I mean, hopefully they can relate to it. I mean, that's that's the that's what everybody wants is that you know they feel some sort of connection to it. So that way, we're kind of all feeling the same things together. You know, like it yeah. kind of gives me the assurance that like I'm not alone in whatever situation I'm in, or. Um, I mean, it really is just about the tone of the record. Like, if it's a fun song, I want them to dance to it. If it's a sad song, I want them to, you know, feel it. I want them to understand it, really. I just want them to to understand the music and, and like, put themselves in it, I guess. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, so with this, like, weird state that the world's in, how have you been connecting with your fans? Uh... You mean with like the virus and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much been the same because I'm mostly just online. I I don't really connect with fans outside of the the e world, so I it's mostly just been the same. Um, yeah, I spend most of my time indoors anyway. Oh, I felt that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um. So as we stated before, you've put out a lot of music. Are you working on any? right now that you could tell us about even though you did just release Zero We Two, but like yeah i know i did release Zero We Two, but i actually have um two songs in on another ep which Bro. will come <laughs> yep. which will which will come out hopefully maybe august oh, yeah. um hopefully that's, that's maybe so if i it could be this month if it's if i'm inspired enough to to finish it but 
Um, I was just working on it today, but that one's like super avant-garde and super like noisy and and it's it's really it's very different from anything I've made before. Even I mean like I guess the closest thing I can relate it to would be I guess Halloween four, but even even Halloween four is a little uh, it's different. It's definitely different. There's not a lot of like singing, singing. It's more like just like poetry and screaming. If <laughs> um, so, there's that, and then I also instead of a hol- I th- I feel like Halloween four was speaking of Halloween four was like I don't know. I I thought I did a really I was really proud of that record at least the writing and and I thought it turned out pretty well too, and I felt I I didn't feel. I guess I don't have the inspiration to make or just I just don't feel like it's right just yet to make a Halloween five because I think Halloween four was just so strong mm-hmm. in my opinion. So I'm probably gonna delay Halloween five in our next year, but instead for Halloween this year, I'm gonna be recording a cover album that'll be free of old rebel country songs about like murder and stuff. Oh from wow from like the 50s and 60s and stuff so like and about like ghosts and heartbreak and and it's gonna be great (laughs) that's that's gonna be free and then of course i have this one this one's the most interesting one this will be my next full-length album hopefully that'll probably not be out until next year but um this one is as a concept album i don't know if you saw my tweet about it it's it's a concept album Mm -hmm. full of full of sea shanties about gay pirates yeah (laughs) that's That's, uh, very interesting Mm -hmm. yeah i was driving home one day and i just had the idea i was like i want to make a pirate love story like a like a pirate sea shanty opera and like and like it would and i was like well that's you know you know what would make this better if the pirates were gay and like, and and I was like, well, I'm and the, and the thing is like, it's gonna be really subtle too, because like I don't want to make, I don't want it to, it's gonna be like, it's not gonna be like a big deal. It's just they just happen to be gay, you know, <laughs> like so so yeah, like no homo that's, kind of thing. Yeah, well, except full homo to full homo, yeah. but yeah. but it's more just like subtle, you know, like yeah. it's like for example, like a a guy will be singing about a love song for his 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 lover johnny like it's but it's gonna be very like i don't know it'll, it'll be interesting yeah. it'll be interesting yeah well um, i'm so excited for that <laughs> yeah it, it's it's uh yeah well it's actually about a ship it's about a sh- it's, uh, a pirate ship and of uh, the, the crewmates on board i guess okay. yeah yeah so, exciting. so yeah it, it's, it should be good hopefully yeah yeah but those are the only three projects I'm working on right now. But I'm working on three projects. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I was going to ask, because you do have Halloween 1 through 4, mm-hmm. are you going to ever do a Christmas album? Uh, I did do... I, I did a Christmas EP mm-hmm. a little while ago that was just, like, you know, just c- covers of, you know, the the typical Christmas songs, yeah. which I, I just released on my YouTube channel. Oh, and okay. that was it. I didn't release it anywhere else. And, like, it's... It's okay. Um, I don't know if I'd actually... Because, like, Halloween... I mean, Christmas is, like... It would be kind of... Maybe, like... Because the thing with Halloween, it's just so easy to make an album about. Because, like, Halloween is just a, such a fun holiday, and it's crazy. And there's just so much things you can write songs about. Christmas is, like, more uptight and, like, more happy. And yeah. I don't know. It's It's, like, it's hard to write... 
Unless like it was like really morbid Christmas songs or something mm-hmm. like that. But that's that that also falls more into the Halloween kind of thing. Like I don't know. It's just more fun to make Halloween songs. If it was Christmas songs then it would have to, yeah, I don't know. It, it would feel kind of cheesy, I feel like. Okay, but yeah, that's fair. but it I don't know. You never know. Maybe one year. <laughs> yeah, maybe right. one year. Um so where do you see the project in the next five years? Where do I see the project? Uh I that's that's a big question. I have no idea. I, I'm always just planning on what I have to, what I want to do. Everything that I do, if you couldn't tell, is very spontaneous. Like, uh, like I, for example, like I said, I'm working on three things right now. It's really just like if I have an idea, I chase it and I do it. If it doesn't work out, I scrap it. If it does work out, I release it. So I really have. I'm probably still going to be releasing music at that time, and I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that I still have uh, listeners, hopefully more listeners than I have now. Um, but yeah, that's it's hard to say. All right, sure. Okay, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So, okay. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Uh, man, I don't really. I, that's a good question. I don't, but like, I feel like. Cause like I eat, I eat just like so much crappy like fast food and stuff. But right. I feel like, I feel like to order that would be like just shitty. Like because like it would have. To, I feel like it would have to be something I haven't tried before. So well, some. But then it's like a gamble because then it's like you either like it and it's a great last meal, or then you hate it and it's like yeah. Oh, waste it. But I don't know, man. It's like. I, it it really just it that's that's you know I I I'd have to know what I have no idea what I'd be thinking at that point. It's really hard to know exactly what I'd want, but maybe like maybe like a salmon or something. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what drink? What drink? Yeah. Um, it would have to be like a fine, mm-hmm. a fine rum or something. All right. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. yeah. So maybe some like yeah yeah that that would that would do. All right. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, oh man, I'm just like thinking of all these fictional worlds in my head right now. Uh, of course the see there's like a I'm like like there's a confliction with this question in my head because on one side there's these really cool worlds that I would love to visit. Or love to like live in, but on the other side, a lot of those are super dangerous. Yeah. So, like for example, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, you could just go to New Zealand, but, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, like Lord of the Rings would be awesome, but there's like orcs and beasts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Over the Garden Wall. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's a short. Cartoon Network uh, miniseries that aired in like 2014, and it's absolutely incredible. And the the world they made in that is also really great, but also very dangerous. Like it, it Star Wars would also be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like Star Wars would only be. But then again, like these people that you see in Star Wars going all like if you lived in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Like you could just be like I don't know you could just be like a loser on Tatooine that just stays there your whole life, yeah. or you can be like the the people and you see in the movies and the shows where like they're flying starships across the galaxy, but those are the same people that get shot at. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, they die in the yeah, next yeah. 
though. Yeah. So, you know, it's really just, I don't know. That's, that's a good question, but it's also a dangerous one. But if I had to choose, if I had to choose, I'd, I'd probably go with the Star Wars universe. Star Wars? Would you be a, a Jedi or a Sith? I the Jedi 100. Well, actually, I I'd be a I'd be what they call a gray Jedi or whatever. Uh, okay. The, the like a rogue Jedi because I don't okay. necessarily agree with with everything. I'm like I'm like an Anakin fan. If before he turned to the dark side, <laughs> like like I think Anakin was right. There was a lot of you know hypocrisies and stuff that just wasn't right about the Jedi Order that yeah. I disagree with. So I would be like a Jedi or I'd fight for good with my Jedi powers. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a Jedi. I wouldn't follow the Jedi order. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Good answer. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and everyone we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Um, probably red. Red? <laughs> yeah, like a like a a darker red, like a moderate red, I suppose. All right. Um, I also really like black, but um, I think. I mean, black obviously goes with everything, and it and it represents darkness in all its mm-hmm. glory. But, but I don't know. Something about red is just satisfying to look at. Yeah, that's fair. It, I don't know if you can see. We haven't even painted my fully painted my room yet. But yeah. <laughs> that's just, I just looked at the red splotches on the wall, and I was like, yeah, those are, those are the kind of reds that I like. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so as Corey said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything we'd like to plug? Plug? Uh, like you mean like play any songs? Oh, no, no like, I have an album out. Like, oh, no. yeah. yeah, sorry, I, I don't know the lingo. Uh, <laughs> um, I I mean, I guess I guess I just released Zuri 2, so this Zuri Part 2 is what it's uh, formally called, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's pretty good. You should go listen to it, and, uh, and I have, like I said, a new EP on the way soon, and I hope, I know it's not everybody's gonna get into it, it's gonna be more out there, but Hopefully, some people like it, and I encourage you to listen to it and look out for it. So uh, thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Billy Cobb and We're the Good Noise Podcast.